I'm coming in with another preface. I've been sick. So my voice is not voicing as much as Yeah, you're back to to regularly scheduled programming. I think when we (laughs) first started this show, you might have been sick the first two months. I honestly feel like this podcast week in my immune system, to be honest. Like, (laughs) it did something because I've never been so sick as much as I've been. It's probably New York. No, honestly, I was like, I don't know if it's because I've been going through a lot. Or if it's because I've been introduced to new germs or both, but a girl is yeah. tired. I know the the native indigenous people were so upset when all those Europeans came and it's like literally new germs. Yeah. Because like when you move to a different city, like the allergies mess up like you never had allergies before. You've never had allergies <laughs> Speaking of personal experiences of when he had allergies and then he didn't have allergies and now he got allergies no. again. Well, yeah, because our air not the same. I know. I moved to, I moved to the UK, y'all. I ain't take a Claritin. I ain't sneeze. The first year I was back in the U.S., I was cool. I thought, oh, I'm cured. 2021. No pollen. Our pollen is uh, very <laughs> strong, full force. Um, I have two stories to tell that happened this past week. Number one, I, I feel like in life, I find a lot of money on the ground, which is such a blessing. I feel like that the universe knows that I need money. So I just happened to find it. But the other day I was walking behind this guy going to the train and he was walking really slow, but I was not pressed to go in front of him. I was just like, I'll just wait. And two people passed us. And then the guy stops and he's struggling to bend over. Like, struggling to bend over. And it starts picking stuff off the ground. I look at the ground, there's like $120 or more cash that has been fallen, that dropped on the ground. And he's picking it up. And I'm literally right behind him, just like watching him pick it up. And I was sitting there like, damn. The universe probably decided that he needed it more than me because, like, I definitely could have walked in front of him. This could have been me picking up this money. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like, why didn't I? That's a beautiful thing, low key, because it'd be like that sometimes. It's like, you know what? It all happened so slowly. Like, I literally had all of these thoughts at the moment of it happening. Because you use it, like, I'll be doing that where, like, sometimes I'm driving and it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to just go around you. And then some days it's like, you know what? I'm going to slow down and just ride and be cool. And then, yeah, something crazy happened. Usually it's something crazy. That's I'm glad at least something better happened for him. Yeah. I was like, damn, I definitely could have used that 140 he just picked up. But And I was so close to him, I could have easily like gone on the side and picked up half. But I just watched him struggle. And I mean struggle to pick hey, up. You should have picked, picked up the other half and been like, hey, sir, like, let me help you. And then he'd be like, oh, you can you can keep that part. No, I don't feel like he would have done that. He also, yeah. like, the money was not on the ground, and then two people passed us, and it was. So I was like, so I kind of feel like I don't need right the money out. because I'm sure karma will catch up with him quickly because I feel like the person had yeah, just Yeah, like, you saw us. who dropped it. You just yeah. took it for yeah. sure. Because I for sure thought he was going to pick it up and, like, call out to somebody. 
I don't think he might. I don't think he knew who dropped it, but he picked that shit up and kept walking. I was like, oh, okay. And I watched yeah, the entire New thing. New York. I can't ask everybody. Yeah, I just observed. Number two, this is not my own personal story. This happened to Pooja, my friend. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> this story literally had me in tears because <laughs> it's so funny to me. So she's walking to the gym the other day to meet me. And there's this guy on the street and he kind of looks like he could co- he could be homeless. But he also kind of lo- he kind of looks like he could be homeless. But then he kind of looks like maybe he's not. Maybe he's just having a rough day. He's one of those in-betweens where you can't really read them. And he's, like, asking to talk to somebody, but, like, nobody is stopped. And she stops because she's like, maybe he just needs to, like, talk to somebody. Like, maybe I can just... Oh, Pooja, you're so so adorable. Right, right. So she's... (laughs) And apparently she usually wind. doesn't stop, but she was like, she felt an urge to stop for this guy. So stops for the guy and he's like, oh my God, thank you. You know, everybody always passed me every day, all day. Like nobody gives me the time of day and I really just need to talk to somebody. This one you hope it's a TikTok and they finna give you a thousand dollars. No, for real. <laughs> this is not that situation <laughs> though. <laughs> they were like, you won the test. <laughs> Human decency. Here's some money. No. Um, so he's like, I been, I just need to talk to somebody, like, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I totally understand. He tells her, like, his whole life story or whatnot. And then by the end of it, he's like, so, like, I hope you can understand. But, like, and she said that during the story, she was like, I feel like maybe I should say I don't have any money. So that maybe he doesn't, like waste his time but she genuinely thought he just needed to talk to somebody because that was that was the vibe he was giving off so by the end of his story he was like so all of that I really helped that like you can understand and like help me and she's like I'm sorry sir I'm like literally not in any position to help and (laughs) he goes fuck you and walks off Get she sat there for 10 minutes listening to this man talk just for him to ask money and her to say no and him to say fuck you that is the that Hilarious. literally puts me back to san francisco when i had a sandwich and this homeless guy was on the corner and he was you know asking for whatever and i was like oh like i have the sandwich do you want it he was like what's in it i was like what the hell <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, because there's like there's different there's different levels to homelessness. Right. Like I can I can vividly I can vividly remember my mom, like how frustrated she was when she used to work on the loop. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, in St. Louis, like the Del Mar Loop is like the fly Afro-Caribbean space, at least when we were growing up. And um, and it, we talked about it a before. place to put in reference it's like a strip like a street full of like stores and businesses and food and like it's a street where you can just walk up and down and like waste mm-hmm. time you, you walk all the way down one side for like six blocks and then you cross yeah. the street and walk back and it's just full of shops right and so my mom went and got food well she's walking to get food at Breadco, and it's a homeless dude outside and he was like 
ma'am, can you can you give me some money so that I can get something to eat? And she was just like, you know, there's people out there all the time. And so she's like, I won't I can't give you any money, but if you But I'm going to Brent She's yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm going inside of Breadco, so if you would like something, like I will certainly get it for Breadco you. Breadco is also Panera. Panera, yeah, Breadco is Breadco, and y'all yeah, call it for Panera. Us it's Breadco, We're not gonna do that. Yeah. For those who don't know, quote unquote, Panera started in St. Louis as the bread company because we are the bread company. Yeah, um, our our Panera still say St. Louis Breadco, but everywhere else they say Panera. Yeah, that's like, anyway, you <laughs> little know, history. I, I, sorry, sorry, Netzer, if I'm if I'm lying a little bit, but like to summarize, like the sentiment was he literally was like, I don't eat bread co. <laughs> what are we talking about? This is a place where there are sandwiches. This should not be soups. as funny as it is to me, you, but like it's so like funny what, to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella disrespectful. I was so pissed when that guy asked me what's in the sandwich. I was like, see, you're not hungry. But then I called my mom, like, going off. She was like, Hava, he might have had allergies. And I was like, that's true. But, like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, your mom had a little funny because I did. Just, I was like, what about if he, like, homeless, but he got, you know, yeah, preferences. Like, just like, because I'm you're vegan. homeless doesn't, know, doesn't mean no. Yeah, you hear me? Like, I don't eat pork now. And what's on that sandwich? Allergies like, and turkey choices are two different things. <laughs> nah, for sure. You better eat. Because I feel like veganism is a choice, no? For yeah, because you got to go out your way to find some stuff. That's why you just got to be. I don't even want to get into that conversation. That sounds like a heated conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. to people yeah. who are like, anyways, welcome back to the pod, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, y'all? I'm Wesley. I'm Hava, and this is clearly misunderstood. I feel like every time we start the pod, we start with some, like, controversial topic. But it starts out with a stupid story of mine, and then it builds into something serious. I think we should do a series where, like, back-to-back for a month, we just talk about controversial stuff from the funny side. It's like, look, y'all. Obviously, we know this is a controversy, so yeah. that also means that we need some comedy involved in it. Only come to this episode for the jokes, because we're not yeah. we're not here for the serious. Like we should we should have yeah. a controversy, comedy, controversial listen comedy, for sure. Controversial show, for show. comedy. Listen with something oh you, you need the disclaimer on there yeah we're gonna start that episode with the disclaimer. yeah yeah we yeah. are here to make light <laughs> of heavy situations so if you're here we'll to be offended disclaimer. Yeah, yeah yeah now i'm offending people i can't put in a if you're here to be offended leave like huh? yeah. how do you know if you're here to be offended or not yeah because honestly but that's the thing. There people are things- come with the attitude but the thing is, is certain things rile people up and certain things don't. So we could say something. 80% of the episode, the person can laugh with us. And then we, you know, say one thing that's a trigger and now they're pissed. So I don't know. We'll think about it. But welcome back to this episode. <laughs> this episode, sure. we're not we're not doing that. Um, we're just thinking out loud at this point. Um, this episode thinking is about letting go loud. in all capacities. You want to start us off, Wesley? You got a question, a comment? 
Well, generally, if you had to give, there's many reasons. If you had to say, like, what you feel is one of the reasons. Yeah, like, what's one of your hardest reasons for letting something go? Is there any patterns in what you hold um, on to? I feel like the idea of letting go is really hard for me. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Apple, chill out. Every episode, Wesley got some notification sound. You should just mute all your stuff when we start. That's what I do. Yeah, but last time I did that, I finessed myself. Like I'm, I'm an airplane mode person now, and I feel like my do not yeah, disturb. No, you can't. No, you just mute. You just turn off the sound. You don't have to shut down your phone. I don't know what device that came from. I have three of them. And I feel like if I press do not dis <laughs> Hey, Apple, hold on. Quick, quick bit. If I press do not disturb, I don't want to be disturbed. That should go across all devices. <laughs> I put do not disturb on my phone and then everything comes through on my computer. I'd be confused. Because you didn't put do not disturb. Actually, the <laughs> computer should link up because I think it does for me. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so your question was about letting go. What do I feel like the hardest things to let go mm-hmm. are? What are what are your what are the tendencies that you have? Like you know, what so I mean? my like, tendency I don't... is to not let go. Is really what I'm getting at. Like my personality, <laughs> <laughs> I say that with jokes. I but am also an emotional like, hoarder. No, really, <laughs> I say that with jokes, but I'm also being so freaking serious. Like my personality and just how i am like doesn't really allow me to let go i try to but i know i feel like letting go is really like out of sight out of mind type shit and like nothing is ever out of sight out of mind for me there are very few things in life that really end up out of sight out of mind um because for me like i can let it go in the moment but if somebody brings it up later I those feelings are just reactivated and like it's so funny Mm. the other day my my friend so I'm a Pisces I've said it so many times on this podcast that's the water sign Uh, my friend is also a water sign and she was talking about like she was like wounds can be healed and I was like "Mm, wounds can develop scars but the scar can be torn off like the scab can be torn off. And she was like, that is such a Pisces thing for you to say. So that's what I'm getting at. Like you can yeah, let that it means go. You didn't let that joint heal. Cause eventually the, the scab should fall off too. And you just have new skin, but you'd be like, right, but nah, like you could so I want to keep that it. area, you know, like, can I ask you <laughs> how often your scabs are pulled off and how often you tear your own off? Are you talking literal or like, metaphoric please (laughs) for everybody um i hate you ask that question (laughs) i really do um, actually yeah let's not say let's not say that word anymore i don't like it (laughs) i feel like i don't know this is what i'm gonna get at i feel like i feel like i try to let go but there i'm i'm often thinking in the space of like this is the only life you get so whatever i'm experiencing 
is the first and only time I'm going to experience it. That's kind of how it processes in my brain. So it's hard for me to let go of things because I'm like, this will never happen again if I let it go, you know, or like, for instance, a person, a situation, a family member. I'm like, I will never have them again if I let it go. So I feel so, like mm. I in my by default, I don't purposely do this. I'm not actively thinking this, but I feel like I hold on to things because I'm like thinking about life in a bigger perspective. And I'm like, if I let this go, it's not it, this is it. Like in my head, like that, that situation, that person, that circumstance is dead to me, like literally dead, deceased, gone. And that kind of makes me a little bit uneasy. So I think it's a habit for me to just kind of let things like they die down, but I don't think they like let go. So it's interesting you said that because that that last part, especially <laughs> like mm, I didn't let it go. I just kind of let it like fade out because one I feel like I feel like that's a thing that girls would emotionally say dudes do all the time in like high school and college is like why don't you just go ahead and end things like if we're just kind of talking like why did you just let it fade out like I feel but I think we do that a lot to things that we don't want to let go of but that we also can't continue to like you yeah. know deal with in the same way like I know Outside of Caitlyn and Rashad, shout out to Caitlyn and Rashad. I love y'all. Um, those are his friends. I'm going to fill you guys in. Cause, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, those are my friends <laughs> from like, Rashad has been my friend since before birth type. Like his dad and my dad are best friends. We grew up together and I met Caitlyn in seventh grade and we've been rocking dummy hard ever since. Um, yeah, like outside of those two. Until I met the group of friends that I'm with now, like Cam and Nick and Tyler and Josh and, you know, all of them, I I probably have one or two really good years with people. And then things kind of move on. Like, I remember hanging out with these when me and Caesar lived together. Shout out to Caesar. He's <laughs> he came he came in college and then, yeah, became my best friend since. Right. And so. Me and Caesar lived together. We would always kick it with these two girls, Bree and Lexi. Shout out to y'all if you listen. And he shout out everybody. <laughs> no, it's one of them days we <laughs> no, get in love because I love because I remember. You. But what's beautiful is I remember like having this conversation with them before it happened, and I was like, our sophomore year, freshman freshman year, we met and we hung out a lot. Sophomore year because we lived on the same floor, and then. I was kind of preparing them in a way like we were talking. I was like, guys, like I do want to let I don't remember what started, but I was like, I got I want to let you guys know that I do have this tendency to like build relationships and get really close to people. But like and then leave, you know, once I'm in like if we're not in the same space or like we've transitioned into different areas, we have new focuses and things like that. I am certainly like. Yeah, I go through phases. It's like I'm liable to not not talk to you in like a I'm ignoring you way, but like I've mentally moved on and some of in the relationships I usually leave that are made in those old mentalities. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So in that sense it's like I feel you cuz it's like no, I never let y'all go. If I see you, it's going to be love. I'm but like I don't think about you and then 
I'm going to always call. You know what I mean? Like if I think about Hava and say, all right, Ben, I'm going to give you a call. But like, I might be like, oh, I'm sending you energy, but I'm not like going to go, you know, make a bridge. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my approach to friendship is very different. Like Wesley can name the amount of friends he has past his 10 fingers. And I and they're legitimate friends. And I can't because mine is like a. I'm like in a field full of berries. And I'd be looking for the best berries. And I'd like. (laughs) (laughs) My analogies are hitting today. (laughs) That's hella funny. I literally said last night, I think my gift is metaphors and being able to. And Hava, I feel like Hava <laughs> got the same gift, but it'd be so different. Hava is just going to say something. You'd be like, you're in a field of berry looking for the best berry. But it's like, you know what? I get that. I, She's going to be there for hours picking her. It's seven bananas. Yeah, and she's going to touch like, all a seven bananas. <laughs> and like some berries might fall in front of me. And they'll be like, oh, my God, we're going to be so close. But I know deep down, like, you're not the one, you know? So, And it's not like I'm choosing my friendship. Like, it's not like... What I'm getting at is, like, Wesley and I's approach to finding close friends are very different. And it's not like either one are, like, more ride or die than the other person. But it's like I just – I don't – I don't sit there and try to foster something that I can tell is not going to be something long-term. Like, I feel like Wesley, like, for instance, in our last episode, you were like, oh, these girls come up and, like, I don't really care to talk to them, but, like, I'm going to entertain them for a second. I don't entertain people, like, at, at all. all. Like, so, <laughs> literally at all. See, I think the, that's, a, I think that's, a maybe it's not, but I think that's a little different because this is, like, a random one-off where it's, like, say you're in a certain space in time, like, sophomore year living in a dorm next to a certain group of people like yo we are conveniently placed next to each other our friendship started not necessarily out of convenience but like we needed to be close in some way in order to like start the relationship right and so then it's like it's it's interesting I feel like I treat every moment as if it'll last forever but when it's done or when it's transitioning, like for me, I'm just okay with that because yeah, I know me, for me, it's I'm like, not. yo, I got, you got the love forever, but like, no, nah, I don't. don't treat it. Like I treat every situation like it's not about to last forever. And then once it does last forever, I'm like, okay, now I know you're here. So like, like oh, okay. You real. Yeah. Like mm. a lot of my closest friends, I don't talk to every day. I have very few friends in New York and the rest of my friends are literally all around America. Like a lot of people will be like, Oh, a lot of my close friends are at home. Literally there's like scattered around America and I don't talk to them every day, but like they know what it is. But I feel like a lot of my friends are like that. Like in terms of New York, Pooja is probably the only person that I see very frequently, but we don't even talk every day. Like Pooja and I literally don't even text. So I feel like a lot of my friendships are like that, but I just prefer, I've always been like a small group person 
but in terms of like friendship and letting go, like I don't feel like I'm in a situation where I'm letting go of a huge friendship because like when the friendship is brewing, I know what it is from the beginning. Like I can sense like, okay, this is just because we miss a couple months. Yeah. Or like, Oh, we both work together. So like it's cute and fun, but like, I know what's going to be long-term and I know what's not. So, hmm. yeah. Do you feel like in any way, like, I know you're saying like, Oh, this memory is going to be, you know, like you can only have this once. Do you feel like, I know you'd be saying Delulu, like, do you have any like, like sense of being like in denial? Like, no, nah, like, hmm. I feel I like this? I've definitely been in denial and been delusional a lot my issue which is not to bring up astrology all the time but like pisces are known to be attached to people very quickly and i feel like i get attached to people and it's not necessarily the person it's just the idea that i've made up in my head Mm -hmm. and so i have a hard time letting the idea that's been attached to this person go because like for instance when you're reading a book it's like damn i'll never be able to feel this same way reading this book again so in for instance if you take that person that situation you take the person out you put a different person in it's like it's not not gonna hit the same so i have a hard time like processing letting that feeling that euphoric feeling go because i'm like that's not guaranteed and so I don't know. I feel like I struggle with boundaries a lot because of that reason. Like the issue of letting go because of the attachment of like something or an idea or a feeling or whatever. I don't feel like my, I feel like my attachments are like, if this makes sense, emotionally right based, but not necessarily like emotionally, or at least I'm not committed. Not, no, that's another, that's not what I'm saying. How do I say? You're not Like, like an emotionally charged person though. Yeah, I was going to so say, like, the it, memories for are, for like, me, are beautiful, and I can just look at them, but yeah, it's not yeah. like they're as emotionally charged. Like, now, I'm yeah, I told y'all last year, it was my year beginning to, like, feel my feelings, so before that, it was like, this is a beautiful relationship, and I love it, but it's not so emotionally charged that one time, you know, if we're keeping with astrology, right, as a Taurus, a bull, like, yo, once I'm focused and moving towards yeah. something... There's nothing else around but the things that are helping me move towards that. And sometimes it's not even your fault. Like you might want to support me, but what I have you or something about our relationship is like, right. Things have to turn a little bit. Like I was in, I was in a fraternity in college called Sigma Nu did a lot of like good politicking and work just trying to like find a fraternity that can right help me build connections in the university in the college town that I'm living in um but also right like I grew up with y'all five sisters so there was right Solomon came into my life right really when I'm graduating high school so I was also looking for right like a group of what I would consider at the time, like I'm right. I'm just moving kind of aimlessly. So in hind, right. I'm looking for a group of, of, of men and guys to also be able to, to try to bond with, learn from. And right. When I began to like really emotionally 
Sigma Nu as a whole was an emotionally charged thing. So then when I started to move away from the fraternity, there were a whole bunch of relationships. It's like, yo, I love you. But at the same time, like I'm done with this entity and your connection to that entity. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's put you to the left. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like for me, it's also hard for me to let go because I put effort into what I choose to put effort into and not saying people don't, but like kind of going back to what I said, like I don't entertain people. I'm very decisive, very black and white. So for me, I'm like, okay, I just spent all this time and you want me to let it go. Yeah. I spent all this time. Like, <laughs> you see, so. I feel you, cause I, but I feel like that comes <laughs> to right in the maturation of things is understanding how to really tend to your garden well right like you no, know for sure all, all everybody of it should be to help yourself you shouldn't hold on to a situation that's no longer helping you and that's why i said like i have some boundary issues that i've always been trying to work on and i feel like a lot of people deal with that um absolutely and like i don't even want to break it down into gender but i feel like a lot of females deal with that because I feel like I don't know I'm just gonna speak for myself I feel like for me personally it's it's a difficult thing to do so yeah I don't know can I ask do you because (laughs) I know this is a thing for me when I'm letting go of something I become conscious that I'm letting go of it when I'm sitting in sorrow with it. Like I have you and I'm mourning you at the same time. It's like, okay, I'm in like, sometimes I can peep, you know, it might, it might take a month or two or it might take six months. And I'm like, yo, what's kind of going on with this relationship or why it might not even look to you like anything's happening. But for me, I can feel that things are changing. Right. And it's like, yeah, you get to a point where it's like, dang, I'm, I'm mourning you the loss of you while you're still here with me oh i know i'm about to cut you off like i'm (sighs) fix it felix like i'm not even lying like not fix it felix i was like who is who is felix (laughs) (laughs) Um, you're like when you feel that it's like yo we gotta yeah i'm i'm definitely a fix it felix when Mm. I, i know when i'm letting go of something when i literally don't think about it turn around you gotta (laughs) no like literally when i when i don't think about it or somebody brings it up and i realize oh my god i forgot about la 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 that's when it's let go but like she said but if if i realize i'm letting you go i'm gonna pull you back in yeah like it's really i don't know but i want to i want to transition to like how do you what do you feel like your patterns are with letting go of your old self and old habits. So that is where this whole conversation for me switches. I totally become what you just said. Like when I have a version of myself, I'm letting go of, (laughs) I am holding on for dear life. That's literally the tourist in you. That's what they call stubbornness. Because <laughs> from now, right, like in that, see, yeah, growing up, I was only emotionally charged about my family or the friends that were like family. 
right? Like you have, I have friends that are friends and I have friends that are family. Now all of my friends for real, for real are family. But at, there was a point where, yeah, that didn't exist for myself though. I'm very emotionally charged about everything I think about myself. And so, I mean, even I'm a, I'm a go back to like Sigma Nu, right? There's probably like the relationships I have with people who are in Sigma Nu still were deeper than that. But there are a whole bunch of people who are just like fraternity brothers. And that's like, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's none. Right, that's just what it is. Like on paper, we're connected. We're, you know we my name. I know your name. We would like kicked it. We had some fun together. You might have told me a thing or two. But like, if you look at the relationship, like I didn't tell you nothing. It it actually is one sided. Um, it's more like, <laughs> that's and, and and no, and and not it's even in like all a root, in your head. <laughs> you know, but for real, like. <laughs> If you wrote on paper what you know about me, what I've, well, no, see, and that's why I don't want to do it. Cause I, I, I think sometimes too, I discount like it might've only been a couple seconds, but it was real. But anyway, that was an aspect of myself. I needed to let go of. Absolutely. That's probably the only thing I want to say I let go of quickly uh, because I felt like it was less me than most things. But it's definitely hard for me right now. I'm in a transition and right there are some. Some different activities I'm looking to add to my life, which means I need to let some things go to make time and space and room. And I've been right in a way delaying that process in like two, two, three months, because it's like what you said. Oh, if this is never going to happen again, it's like I make. All right. Today's the last day. Today's the last day. All right. I'm not doing that. I'll do that for a whole season or two. Yeah. That's like how I am with sugar. I've been trying to let go of sugar for years now. <laughs> Y'all, Hava said that with <laughs> so much shame. She looked, I think she looked as <laughs> straight down as you can. And she was like, Y'all. No, like a quick little background because most people don't know. I literally was a sugar addict as a kid. Like, full-blown had to have inter... Oh, my God, I can't even talk. Interventions. <laughs> and was eating... What? I didn't like how you couldn't say that word, and then you, like, kind of said it stuffy and then sniffle, and I'm like, no way did her I'm congestion sick. <laughs> get in the way of I'm all I'm the so letters. I'm so congested right now. When I wake up in the morning, I have to blow my nose for a solid five minutes before I can breathe. That's how congested I am. Um, no, I, I used to eat like full blown spoonfuls of straight sugar, like would sneak full blown spoonfuls of straight sugar. No, so like me and, when me I say I'm trying to give up sugar, what'd you say? I said me and Hava kind of have that in common, but it's like in a different way. Hava will no, eat mine sugar. Is like, I just want like, he wants hey, like let's go get some. Oh, it's just yeah, like, he'll, oh. he'll eat spoonfuls of icing. But me, I'm like any form of sugar. My favorite candy is crystallized sugar it's that serious for me so and I, we should also start by saying that's not a candy exactly like at that point that's just crystallized sugar you know what i'm saying it's like <laughs> my favorite my favorite food is iodized salt no sweetheart <laughs> you're just eating that's salt. called an, a drug <laughs> <laughs> no um what were you saying though 
we was talking about like you know things that we need to let go of that we know were like kind of almost lamenting while still having it like your morning sugar while eating sugar as if it's gone because yeah. you did know you it will the, be gone did you see the the post i sent to our sibling chat the other day it was mm. like absolutely nobody and then it said me mm, now i need something sweet <laughs> that's literally me <laughs> you're hella funny no that's real actually y'all i'm gonna say this one thing i have to let go of too is like is sweets and uh and i don't eat sweets a lot no, like i don't have so no cavities serious. like but like i'm at the point in my life where i have to look at something and ask myself how is my body gonna digest this because i don't want to like <laughs> for me it really is like a semi-addiction thing like sometimes i'll literally just look for something sweet because my body is craving it not necessarily because i want it like and sometimes I'll be because I'm a healthy eater, so I'll try to be mindful. But then I'm picking up juice and I'm like, juice is naturally sweet because fruit is naturally sweet. Like, calm down, you know. So I said that with like jokes behind it, but I'm being so serious. Like I was going to say, did you see how y'all? I was writing down something for a second. She said that and I had to come back and look at her like, what are we? We're not about to do this like iodized or what crystallized sugar and fruit like i it is my utmost goal to like back off of the sweets like i have such i've always had such a sweet tooth and it's been like it's been an issue for me it's a habit i really want to break i'm that's why i tried to start eating fruit i'm trying to transition like okay where can i get something sweet but healthy but then i bite a strawberry and oh my god here we go um i feel like parts of me it is my utmost goal to always be working on myself and growing and learning new things. And I feel like when I can't do something, I become fixated on being able to do it. So I feel like I'm kind of the opposite from you in terms of letting go. Now I say that in the way of like, certain situations because as i said i do have really bad habits like boundaries sugar that i've been actively trying to change and they just haven't um but there are a lot of things about me that i didn't used to do that i feel like i forced myself to do now like reading is a huge thing And, like, reading might sound like a small thing to the people listening, but, like, the ones who know me know that, like, reading is a huge thing. Like, when I talk about reading Hava started reading last year. No, literally, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not even joking. Um, (laughs) To the point now, (laughs) my closest friends, my closest friends, I'll be, like, talking about a book, and they're like, oh, my God, I forgot you read now. That's crazy. And I was like, right? (laughs) Um, No, it's dope. I'm sure, like, your New York friends would be like, Hava's a reader, and it's like, that is hilarious yeah very very but it's it's dope because you are do you think that's that would be something the things that you forced yourself to do are they easier to let go than the things that were natural or that you like you know what i mean you kind of organically like came into Um, like do you think it would be easy to let go of say reading because it's or no because it's a habit you've kind of put in i forced myself into habits But in terms of like, for instance, I want to talk about food. I'm a huge foodie. Everybody knows this. 
there are certain foods much like Wesley. He feels passionate about certain foods he doesn't like. There are certain foods mm. that I hated growing up and now I love them because I could not sit with the fact that I didn't love them. And I felt like it just made sense for my personality <laughs> to love them. So I forced myself to love them. And now I actually genuinely love them. Um, Thank you for saying that. I'm going to take that mental approach with. Yeah. Fruit. And I don't I, I if people have food struggles, I want to start off by saying, like, if you don't like it, you try it again tomorrow. You're still not going to like it. Like you have to give yourself time be- between the trials like months um because then you're gonna just eat like you're gonna hate it even more if you just eat it back to back to back and you still don't like it so and um, think about it in a two-sided way like you're wanting to gain something but also think about what you need to lose to gain that like i need like this is good for me so this texture doesn't matter because right and eventually the texture won't matter like you need to let go and yeah yeah Remember that you're eating for your body, not for your taste buds. That's what we were told as kids by our Dama 24-7. But a few examples. I used to hate avocado. I have avocado in almost every meal every day. Yeah, you're an avocadoist. I'm an avocado girly pop. Like, for real. I also, and this is like COVID, hated wine. Now I'm known as the wine girly. So like COVID, I didn't like orange juice until COVID. Yeah. So it's like, I (laughs) I was like, oh, I need vitamin C. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little sad. (laughs) Wesley said, wait, wait, why am I fatigued and always sick? Hold up now. (laughs) Um, No, I feel like little stuff like that. I'm able to change and kind of let go of habits. But I think like obviously deep rooted things, things that you've been with for years Things that make up your personality and your morals, those are hard to let go. That's why I'm afraid of, and I I was for a while, for a long time, I was afraid to lose myself, right? Because I was so, but that's the thing. I was gaining myself, but I was afraid to, to, to mold my personality into something more suitable for myself. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, wait, you know how to get better and you're holding yourself back. And it's like, no, that's being real. Like, hey, I am. Yeah, this transition, this metamorphosis, it it feels like death when these things, these thoughts are so emotionally charged. It's like, dang, I have yeah. to change how I think about this before yeah. I go through the process, because those emotions are like weights. And so I might get, you know, 60, 30 percent this time and 60 percent the next time. Now I'm at 80 percent. But as long as those emotions are still weighing me down yeah. like you know what i mean i'll eventually get pulled back so it's when it's emotionally driven it really does feel like a death and i wanted to say that like shit you said something that i had a really good point and now it left my head i no. was saying like yeah it, it feels like it feels like death you you're sitting with yourself knowing what you need to let go of and i was talking about there's a fear kind of associated with a fear I know associated it's right there, that. and I can't even remember. That is gonna bug me. Reach your hand really out right now. Point. Try to grab it. Try I'm to grab trying. it. Um, <laughs> well, while you think uh, about it, I also, I really feel like 
letting go is maybe a thing too. Like just in the sense, maybe thinking about I remember. it as. Bang. I remember. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to P. cut you Sherman off. P. Sherman 42, a wallaby. No, one. shut up before I forget it again. <laughs> I was going to say that I feel like a big part of what's why it's hard for me to let go is because I feel like I am to a fault always in the headspace of a headspace of this is as good as it gets so mm. a part of letting go is jumping into the unknown and it possibly being worse than you've experienced because in my head i'm like nothing is guaranteed even if you work hard you do what you're told you're respectful you're nice to people nothing's guaranteed so like in my head i'm like I feel like subconsciously that is where I live. Like this is as good as it gets. And if a certain situation is not present, that's where like the death part comes in. You know, that's really interesting that you put it. But that's because a lot of my feelings, a lot of my life is emotionally driven. I am driven by emotions. Like literally I just posted something the other day on my Instagram that was like, Pisces are known to make gut decisions off of vibes and feelings. And that's literally me. I'm like, this is a vibe. I'm going to go with it. Like, so when your emotions are involved, emotions, it is crazy when you think about emotions and it's direct linked to your body in the, the, the statement of like, your body doesn't know that this has happened years ago. The trauma that you're experiencing in this moment is the same trauma that you experienced years ago Mm -hmm. so i feel like the idea of letting go is literally like i get like sick to my stomach i'm like literally in the bed nauseous like i have a physical response to it but all of it is driven by my emotions no absolutely it's a uh no it's it's definitely a real it is a death it's just not you know something final in the sense of my like person mind spirit connection is going to go somewhere but you yeah I, i'd be grieving you were certainly you know what I mean? <laughs> you're certainly laying to rest something like i had a conversation with my dad probably around probably around august one of the best conversations we've ever had and i walked away from that with my like my like seven eight nine year old wesley was so content with the conversation that it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like there, there would be no more triggers because at least in those areas, because that that's been put to rest. Those memories have been re-emotionalized into a different manner so that we could, you know what I mean? You ha- I had to go back and say like, no, this is this. And with that understanding, it's like, oh, okay, I'm chilling now. I can, I can sit back like in, um, when we're doing, doing our thing, like for our communion, like our, the Nasut who's, the the head priestess right the hymnetter of the the comedic temple he says all the time emotions are great servants and poor leaders and so it's like yeah if your emotions are driving you know what i mean like they don't see too well they got a heavy foot they don't you know what i mean they be swerving in and out of traffic like your emotions will just move you whereas it's like no let me where is this telling me to go it's telling me to go left okay let me if I feel like going left is proper, let me, you know, maybe map out going left versus (laughs) them just throwing you left. And I feel like there is a, because I didn't feel my feelings and I was thinking my feelings, right? Like 
that's just how I say it. But in reality, I'm still feeling my feelings. I'm just really good at ignoring them. I didn't realize how ignoring your feelings allows your feelings to still drive. Right. So I was in denial about about that. Yeah, Once I realized that to ignore, that's more energy rather than just letting them like ride. And yeah, that no, that I feel like, honestly, that might be why there's so much anxiety in our generation. We don't know how to let go of anything. Like think about our parents. You can forget about stuff. Our generation, it makes it hard. I mean, you know, we got Facebook and it's hard to forget, like, the memory pop back up. And it's like, yo, how do we let go of something if we're constantly? The memories, bro. If Facebook don't stop telling me what I uh, posted in 2009 in whatever years, it is so embarrassing. That's the perfect word for this. It's so embarrassing. I need I literally need to deactivate my Facebook and remove everything. No, that's and and I. I realize there is another emotion that can be charged with this, right? Because imagine, imagine you lost someone and you're mourning them and then you wake up and your iPhone decides, Hey, a year ago it was your, and it was like, yo, like that person could have passed away. That could have been like, you know, a very hard, you know, distraught ending between the two people. And you're just throwing that into their faces, like low key. Right. But then you have a choice. I mean, and your you do, phone you is gonna go on your know phone, what they're, but like, and they yeah. know what you're doing because they know that you and this person are broken up. They might know that this person is deceased, right? Because you know all this data just exists. They sent you the video of you and this person and your little memories. Next thing you know, you got your Apple Watch on. Your heart rate done increased. You know what I mean? Like your class, just like yo, we are playing with you. Yeah, mm. and I feel like. In our parents' or grandparents' time, it might have been easier to let go of things because, A, they were not connected the way that you are. But also, I feel like communication happened at much a slower rate. Like, the fact that we don't even send letters anymore is crazy. Like, think about sending a letter to somebody and then having to wait weeks. To get a response back. Yeah, and that's if they sent it right. No, Mo Mo makes fun of me all the time. I was a junior in college, and I'm sitting down, and I needed to, like, write out an envelope. But I was just moving too quick. But it was still, she's like, nah, you too smart to not know how to. You messed up the envelope twice. And I'm like, Mo, leave. like Chill on me. Yeah, come on now. (laughs) We're not from the ancient times. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Did you just pull out an address book? If you don't back up. (laughs) That's Yellow Pages. Um, yeah. Anywho, I I don't know. You guys let us know what your if you're good at letting go and what your strategies are cuz I really do feel like letting go of something you need to have like an approach. It's definitely it yeah. You know, I felt like in the 2010s it was like a oh the art of this, the art of that. It's like no, it's a science to this. No, what for real. are the you ingredients not to like trick yourself but just to know like okay i these are my triggers i need to do this when this happens like much like when people are having panic attacks okay hold a cold piece of ice so that your brain redirects we need to do strategies for like 
stuff like that no, but facts. for real like it's a everyday real shit. science to this yeah even down to the food like yo you feel like this don't eat those foods those foods are gonna have you sitting in that sugar these foods will lift you out of it <laughs> that part sugar it weighs is you a down fake and speeds you up yeah how it's you're gonna be tweaking to on the inside yeah but i honestly feel like my sugar and caffeine addiction has been like me self-medicating for my adhd and they gave you that too your phone rang every seven seconds the school bell going off but then you can't ask a question so you gotta keep it in your head (laughs) i know i talk about adhd in every episode but i've recently been told by some friends that like i have opened one of their eyes by my comments on adhd and now they're rethinking their life which i love facts we're here to help (laughs) like you and you know my sister Devin in Atlanta y'all really talk about ADHD in a way that makes it like honestly y'all don't even usually talk about it as though it's like a a hyper I can't sit down way y'all talk about it in like there's too much noise the decision making processes that I have to navigate as a result of this and what I need to consider and not consider and how considering in itself could be too much depending on what's going on. And I'm like, dang, this is real. And you know what that is? Noise. The average person (laughs) just is approached with something and they process it and they go about there. There's so much freaking. That's all I can describe it as is noise. Anywho, that's a whole different episode. Yeah. Let go of the noise in the life. Yeah. Let go of how about we all life. try to let go of something that we've been needing to let go in the past week? Next week, we'll come together and talk about, and talk about how that journey's bit. going. What does Disney and Elsa say about this subject? Let, oh my God, that scared the crap out of me. My charger just fell out the wall. <laughs> let it go. Okay, everybody also comment how let it go who said who said who was saying that better was it me or was it Hava? what okay i'm sick so okay so now we just don't when i'm down (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) all right hold on my my vocal situation ain't yeah that's crazy (laughs) okay see you guys next week (laughs) bye love you